that if a woman is promiscuous, that means she is, John? Just expressing herself. The devil. No, I'm Dylan. Dylan. I'm John Hastings. Are the I... incel review. We no, no, people no, who are no, incels no, 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 and who no, no, are good. No, no. John? I am I am voluntarily celibate because I am planning on becoming a boxer, and I read that that's all you have to do. <laughs> this is something that really changes boxing matches. Just think. See those two guys punching each other? They are full of cum. That is... Did you just watch Raging Bull? Because that is very much a 60s thing, where if you watch those guys in the 60s, they have not fucking jacked off or fucked. And that means that one time, sometimes when they punch, if they punch you really hard, they nut. That was the other thing. I do remember uh, being at a... I went to a lot of gyms here in Koreatown, and one was very much a lot broader. And I remember... I'm not sure if he said uh no fap or B flat, but either way, there was a guy with a lot of two tattoons going... No fat, no fat, no fat to a guy doing a bunch of exercise. And I was like, fuck yeah, L.A. bros, bros, bros. He also may have been saying lay flat because he was doing sit-ups. And so he you maybe just really wanted him off. to say no fat, though. So I I concur. Yeah, a friend of ours tried to join a boxing gym and he was like, oh, no one uh, va- uh, check for a vax card here. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that. And he was like, OK, I'd like to like get my money back for my membership then. And then was like trying to be nice. And the person just kept, you know, trying to start the old argument. Hmm. I mean, I'm um, saying is, if people fight in a place, they're probably not uh, voluntarily for free going to fight someone in a in a confined space. They're probably not like woke. I mean, I crossed the Rubicon on an airplane uh, recently because a guy had his mask down under his nose like this for most of the flight, and I and he was an old shithead and. Oh, the flight attendant, by the way, everyone on this flight was just not wearing a mask. And I just finally just turned him and I went, can you pull your mask up? And he looked so angry, but I was just, I had that look of like, I've already had the argument with you in my head and I have escalated it to, I say something that makes you punch me in the face and then you go to jail. So if you want to do this, (laughs) let's fucking party monkey boy. Um, And uh, he put his mask up and looked so pissed off. It was really good. Was he pissed off or was he horny? I mean, I was horny. So, I'm do you want to know why else I was to pull your mask up with? But like, I, I guess I was it's like for I mean, people I was, who used to tell people to pull their pants up are now getting told to pull their mask up, and they're no, not the pe- taking it well. Yeah, that's the thing is the same people that would have been pull your pants up are now having me walk up in a fucking novelty T-shirt with a unicorn and the words punk rock on it, going mm-hmm. pull your mask up. And let me tell you, they don't like it, but the tables are fucking turned because if they don't fucking say something, if they don't like it, well, that's countdown to me just calling you a old bitch. Hmm. You want to be called something effeminate? Well, then pull your mask up. God damn it. I forget if I said I was Dylan Gott. That's John Hastings, who's finicky about the mask. I don't care. I don't care if you wear a fucking mask or not. I think this is all bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um, so this is our review of Chris Masters. John was looking at his phone and just, I was just taken as a statement, which is good. I'm, li- I, uh, I'm sorry, my. Uh, You're texting your friend texting saying me something very important. Dylan doesn't have a mask on while he's recording this. You know what? I don't have a mask on when I do anything anymore. Except for when I poop. Because then I, I feel like you can taste the poops if you don't have a mask on. I don't want to get any taste. shit in my mouth. Even particles. Anyway, we're talking about Chris Masters, a guy whose career goes like this. Famous pills. Go on. Go on. Chris Benoit. Fired, fired. Yeah, um, by Chris Benoit, we of course mean good. he planned it. He planned it. 
Well, what I mean by the Chris Benoit thing is, and I watched some stuff on him and no one made this, he stopped doing steroids because everyone had to, and looking good because of steroids was his whole deal. His whole thing. Yeah, Chris yeah. Masters was a real thr- was what I like to call uh, the um, ruthless aggression era uh, warlord. Yeah, and the other weird thing about Chris Masters was like, I, I sorry, just more expanding, just because I was thinking of um, apparently the second time he gets hired is specifically because Randy Orton wanted him to be hired, which led to a really good job match that they did, where Masters almost wins and then Randy Orton ends up RKOing him. But Randy Orton had a really weird body. This is all to lead to one thing about Randy Orton's body, which I will be talking about many times. I mean, it's all you talk about when we're not recording. Is <laughs> all you're doing is like, and again, I want to apologize for looking at my phone. It was just I literally saw a uh, like it a like porn. I, you can say that it wasn't just porn. It was also that porn was a coded message from my overlords. Anyway, I'm sorry, yeah. everyone. Uh, someone just responded thing. to my red tube comment. Sorry, I got a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I just got her at. We have to stop this episode. Yeah. Do you guys, you know, those forums where you could look up what porno star is which, which I found by um, looking for a particular video. And then I noticed the next thing down was who is this lady? And then I discovered there's a whole website of just telling dudes the name of the lady that they saw in a video. And I was like, oh, yeah. How is that? How is that? Reddit is so lucky that this just isn't Reddit. Yeah, there's a guy. There's an entire. Um, there's entire. Anytime you see a hot lady on Instagram, you click in the comments. Someone goes, "What's her at?" And then they'll just attach this picture of a guy's butt. And the whole account is just one picture of a guy's butt. And that's what the end you know, is for. And here's my question: Do you know who controls that um, uh, that account? Mm, yeah. Oh, that wasn't a question. That was a okay. No. Still got. Oh. Let me say this about, okay, go on with your statement about Randy Orton's body, possibly the creepiest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Everyone else who's ever stopped doing steroids gets not, they immediately are smaller everywhere on their body. Look at Randy Orton post Benoit. He's very, he's, his upper body shrinks to half the size, but his thighs somehow stay the same size. So it literally looks like he has this weird human centaur hybrid body where he's got these huge fucking legs and then like just like some guy's upper body like kind of like like everyone rags on cm punk's body but it's like he pretty much has cm punk's body with abs and thinner i mean who's a rag who rags on cm punk's body where are you hanging out uh, I hang around at local gyms, and we all rag on CM Punk's body. All right. Well, I didn't realize you were hanging out at the uh, at the gun show or at uh, Muscles with Maple Syrup. Those are two Canadian gyms. Here's what's happened, John. Is one of our friends has recently become well, we can just say his name is Alex Wood, and he's recently become very in shape, and now all he does is see people that wor- look worse than him with their shirt off and say they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I got this for the you. whole point you get of getting in shape. I'm not not on his side. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To shame other people who aren't as in yeah. shape as you. But let me say this right now to a man who may or may not listen to this podcast. He does not. Uh, good, because I'm not going to say this. If he body shames me, I'm coming at him, and I'm coming at him hard, and here's what he doesn't realize. I know how sensitive he is. He once was getting uh, fully changed in front of me at a comedy club. And I said, what happens if your junk falls out of your boxers? And he went, man, why are you making such a big deal out of this? And I was just like, hey, you're a sensitive soul. I found your weakness. And that is any comment. Oh, just one sec. John, start talking. I have a visitor. 
Oh, is that it's is my that visitor? cast trying to get in? Just one second. Oh, Cleo, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are talking about uh, Christopher Todd uh, Mordetsky. Almost rhymes with Gretzky. He was born the eighth of January, nineteen eighty-three, in Santa Monica, California. Always fun when they stipulate Santa Monica versus oh, LA. Like it. just, just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the video, put the video towards that. Put the video towards that. Um, Chris Masters started wrestling in 2002. What was I doing? I was still sad from 9-11. Cat's trying to shit. You got to let the cat shit. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, He started at the age of 16 for Ultimate Pro Wrestling. He trained there um, for one year and suffered an injury, leaving him out of action for three months. During this time, uh, Mordensky. Oh, is that how I say it? Mordensky? Mordensky? Either way, uh, learned that the People WWE, so he cool. was, rec- oh yeah, Dylan does not like them. Nope. Dylan, is, nope. Dylan married into a Mediterranean family and mm-hmm. really turned against anyone who was against the Axis of Evil and wor- or the Axis powers in World War II, and it's very odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he later explained, uh, I didn't even start working out until I decided I was going to be a pro wrestler, and that was probably at 15 or 16. Code 4, my dad beat me up when I was 15, and I said, never again. Uh, I remember that year, uh, prior to that, I had a weightlifting class during first period, and I just sat there wondering why these guys were trying to lift these heavy weights. Like, what's the point? I was the wrestling nerd throughout that time. I played water polo, which a lot of people don't take seriously, but it's a tough sport. I was backyard wrestling when I was a kid, and I've been obsessed with this for my entire life. Here's the weird thing, Dylan, who's currently watching a cat take a big shit. Backyard wrestling had a moment. Like, it felt like it was going to be here forever. But it was just our generation was like, I like wrestling. I also like possibly being paralyzed. How do I combine these two interests? And <laughs> well, then there were two like different types of backyard wrestling. There was the backyard wrestling they showed on the news where you would show claim your friend off a roof onto your mom's knives. And then there was the other type of backyard wrestling, which was let's do snap bears on this plywood. And I'm pretty it's pretty clear Chris Masters did the snap bears on the plywood. Also backyard wrestling has been completely legitimized and no one ever wants to really talk about it within the industry because if you press guys like CM Punk and there's a bunch of other guys where it's like they didn't train, they just wrestled in their backyard. Yeah, but are, like but also none of those later. guys made it big. None of okay, yeah, they're, they're, I'm saying like th- those guys became like Ian Rotten superstars. Those guys who just did backyard wrestling became you know, a wrestler missing a thumb in EXPW. Also, yes. can I just say this about the Dark Side of the Ring XPW? Oh, boy. Anyway. We already did a Rod Black episode. They're fucking biting our shit, bro. But also, they probably did. They did better research because they, like, found people. Whereas we just, like, found parts of the internet where we're like, yeah, this guy probably murdered this guy anyway. Yeah, he definitely did. He's a piece of shit. He owns a burger restaurant. So basically, also, his favorite wrestlers were the Ultimate Warrior and Shawn Michaels, which is right there is so fascinating. Being like, know what i like i like guys that are assholes um, <laughs> i like prescription and the second thing i like is pills yeah, yeah yeah i like to party and by that i mean be alone and be high um he joined ohio valley wrestling in 2003 to 2005 what a time to be in ohio valley wrestling how, this but this is more time. important thing is how old is this man when he gets hired by the wwe I'm going to say he's seven, 16 or 17. Old. He's 20 yeah. years old. Oh, no, he's 20 years old. Yeah. This he also is very, very instructive about what's about to happen with NXT because Chris Masters is literally one of the dudes that they, they try, they've tried NXT 2.0 before, and Chris Masters was in NXT 
essentially, which was no, 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 they no, found no, no, a guy no. who's buff and hot, and then they turned him into a pro wrestler in two years. But here's no, but he wasn't he, but he liked pro Sorry, wrestling. Hot and buff. Thank you. Get it correct. He did. He wanted to become a pro wrestler, but these guys doing this now also want to become pro wrestlers. It's just they start in WWE developmental, so they don't learn how to do a. I mean, from a WWE point of view split Hurricane Rana before they learn how to like do a chin lock towards the hard cam for TV. <laughs> That's true. That's what they want. They don't want people to do flips. They want people to just hold a chin lock. That's all I've ever wanted. What I always say when I watch wrestling is I go, why aren't more people doing um, hammer lock takedowns? That's all I want. I just want another hammer. Yeah, arm bar. Arm bar. But it does make sense from like it sounds fucked up, but like if, I guess speaking from the backyard wrestling, this is such a weird discussion to have. But like speaking from the backyard wrestling perspective, it's like it does make sense if you're gonna show this shit to kids, then it makes sense to like imagine your kid. I would way rather my kid in a weird way watch WWE than AEW because like I wouldn't want my son like trying to do the angels wings to one of his friends and then even if it goes well, killing his friend. Yeah. I want him to do the fucking. Superman punch, and then be like, "Oh, you knocked up his teeth a bit." Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Although, what's weird is Dylan won't show his kid AEW, but he will show his kid ECW because he's All like, "Listen, I show my kid." Is, if you're ever uh, in a high school play Memphis. and the sets break, make sure to find one of the female students and say, "Get on the roof, striptease." I say, I, I watch these kids wrestling around. I say, you want to take this from a four to a five star match? Here's gig yourself, and I hand them razor blades, and I'm like, I don't care who gets it. <laughs> But one of you kids is fucking getting some color tonight. Yeah. yeah Dylan, Dylan, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm playing with the children. Yeah. Dylan then, of course, blades himself. And he's like. <laughs> I blade my. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, Someone attacked the commissioner. Dylan, by the way, is the commissioner of his son's backyard wrestling league. Oh, yes. and by the way, Dylan's doing this now. These are, the they are full babies. They are full babies. They are, like, full they are babies. not. These are eight month old. My son is eight months. And my old. wife's he's... friend's son is eight months. They were born two weeks apart. And he and, ba- and Dylan I, backyard wrestling. Yes, I do. Yeah, Dylan just, just came. Dylan just came from Double a cre- <laughs> the commissioner's two jobbers. Yeah, and then I yell, "Who's the man?" Yeah, Dylan has called me many times on Skype weirdly and just been like, "Say I'm the master of the rule of the world," and then he power bombs a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's the most wholesome. If the people didn't know wrestling, uh, a man with a baby saying, I'm the master of the ruler of the world would have been, let's just say, not ended that way, right? It would have killed the baby. Anyway. Um, <laughs> or would he? Ooh. Chris Masters. Apparently, Matt Morgan came up with the name Chris Masters, who's another guy who will be like NXT 2.0. Hey, we're big. We're hot. I disagree. You NXT have ideas 2.0. for us. You stutter and you do a peck dance. Suck me dry, boys. Here, but here's the thing I'll never, I have to stress this NXT 2.0 is worse than what they did in OVW in 2002, 2003. 100%. Because Matt Morgan and Chris Masters still liked wrestling. And NXT 2.0, the edict is. No more people from wrestling. We're getting Olympic athletes and then just teaching them how to say one thing that we can put on a T-shirt. Hey, Vince, are you intentionally trying to tank your company to sell it to Disney because you're a weirdo? Yes. Well, this is, I mean, you know what I think is we should do an episode on Triple H coming up. We think we should do like the nine part series that will be Triple H. We have to. Because he's fucking done. Like he's literally like. 
a okay. knockoff version of Succession just happened in the WWE. And uh, sorry, we're really disrespecting uh, Mr. Modeski right now. But like a knockoff version of Succession just happened in WWE. Triple H is gone. They fucking fu- they're firing all of the dudes that he signed because of, like they lost three weeks in a row on the USA Network to AEW seemingly, and they're fucking done. And like to try and loop it back, guys like Chris Masters. But like you know what the guy? A funny thing is a guy like Chris Masters would have had a way easier time now because one of the things that I guarantee you fucked Chris Masters over. He comes in at twenty years old. And he's on the road with Bob Holly and JBL who just bully him. And to this, this day, he's thing. not like, these guys were assholes. They took advantage of me. He goes like, no, they're, they gave me a rough ride. Like Bob Holly did this thing where he punched my mom and said I couldn't do anything. And then Vince said I'd be fired if I did anything to Bob Holly. Just a rib. Yeah, I'm just ribbing. Here's uh, Bob Holly did this great rib where he um, injected me uh, and changed my molecular structure so that I will have brain cancer at 46. Fun yeah, rib. Bob Hilly did this really good rib where um, my dad got cancer and he just killed my dad. Yeah. Bob Holly um, legally changed it so my dad Guess was what, Chris? a dog. So he put you it know how your dad's in chemo? I've been replacing the fluid with fucking saline. He's going to be consumed. JBL did this rib to me where he took a bunch of pictures of me sleeping and then he uh, fucking jacked off to those pictures. I'd like to alone, say this again. I'd like to say this That's again. If anyone wants to just tweet at John Bradshaw Layfield, I think he's a little punk bitch. And if I ever see him in public, oh, I'm yeah. going to walk up and go, fuck you, you big fucking bully. You got beaten. He got beaten by Joey Styles, quite possibly the dorkiest all Joey right Styles figure. Is a libertarian. Yes, he's an all no, right he libertarian. Is not. No, he is There's not. There's no way that Joey Styles doesn't have a, have a complete... You could talk to Joey Styles. You mentioned the word butterfly knife, and he would talk about strategies, offense, and defense. Absolutely. Oh, it's insane. Oh my god, I just held up a convenience store for fun. Yeah, oh my god, it's me. Guess who broke into the ECW arena and put a bunch of pictures of his naked wife everywhere? That's right, everyone, it's me, Paul Heyman. I'm secretly controlling JBL. I had him built in a lab because my dad invested wisely in some scientist's work who moved over from Europe in 1945. Don't dig into their backstory at the ECW arena. Oh my god, I think the Red Skull's the good guy. My name's Joey Styles. My name, all of a sudden, I forgot who we were doing an impression of because no, you I did thought you were I definitely just kept on saying his catchphrase, hoping you would catch on. <laughs> no, 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 because it's when you said ECW Arena, that sounded like when Paul Heyman said it, not to Joey Styles. So I switched it over to being Paul Heyman worked with Nazi scientists, which I think is funnier. Oh, I just remembered. Well, 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 it's it's Joel. I gave Chris Madursky some pills, and now he's addicted to the pills. And I wanted him to die, but he didn't, and I cried. Gertner. That's Joel How is Joel Gertner? How did Joel Gertner never get brought into NXT, by the way? I will also, by the way, if the Blue Meanies giant pop on AEW, we are, I say, seven months away from them going back to Philadelphia. And yeah. it's Joel. All the penis for all of the <laughs> yeah. women who all want of to meet was us. Like, uh, all of Gertner. Joel. I saw her in the shower, and then she blew me in the shower. 
<laughs> and then that made me have a shower, and I have a big tower, Gertner. And then 13-year-old B being like, this is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Mighty, all I want to do is eat shit, <laughs> and guess what I can't quit? There you go. Gertner. He joined Ohio Valley Wrestling and was not properly trained because Jim Cornette doesn't care for him. Gertner. Chris Masters is part of this second wave because everyone talks about the first wave where it's like Cena, Lesnar, Benjamin. Well, you know, here's what it is. is he's not – He's that was the last wave of Jim Ross. Chris Masters is first wave of John Laurinaitis, which Ooh. is first wave of Vince McMahon officially thinking he knows everything about wrestling. Jim Ross taking a step back and like moving to like I, if you've read both of Jim Ross's books, by the way, second one is a real giant insane book because it's just basically here's the tales of when I was bullied while my wife died brutally. Yes. And so he basically first one's a much more fun read. Yeah. According to Jim Ross and all of this, I believe he said, I'm moving back to Oklahoma. I don't want to live in Connecticut anymore. And Vince McMahon punished him for leaving him. So um, he basically like fired him, moved his job, all that sort of stuff. John Laurinaitis was put in that position. John Laurinaitis now has to work with Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette won't respect John Laurinaitis because John Laurinaitis was in the dynamic dudes with Jim Cornette managed, and Jim Cornette's insane. So anything J uh, John Laurinaitis does or edicts, Jim Cornette's not going to do with the same pazaz that he would have done with Jim Ross, I assume. And we get people like Chris Masters, who Chris Masters is very much a WWE creation. He is a guy with one gimmick. He knows how to do that gimmick. That gimmick is specific, and it's very 80s and old school and weird, which is Vince McMahon goes, you're going to be the masterpiece. Your name is Chris Masters, and you're going to do the master lock, and we're going to have weird 80s heelish things that happen, and it's going to be super lame. I thought that Chris Masters was good, but the other thing that – you have to keep in mind is that this is just another retread of the narcissist. I remember this is what nerds said when it came out. Um, this is not. This is another retread of the narcissist gimmick, and they've already tried the narcissist gimmick pretty so recent times. to this with Mark Jindrak. Oh yeah, this they is just the other dressed thing, it up know? better and yeah. Yeah. And they get the and the but the problem was at this time, which was and it's this weird thing to say, which is like Roman Reigns is kind of the best WWF wrestler of the last however many years, because they basically took they're like, We want this guy to be the best. We gotta figure out a way to get him over. They finally did by putting him with Paul Heyman and making him like the high chief, the head of the table, or whatever the fuck his weird nicknames are. He just based they made him a heel. Yeah, they just did what everyone wanted them to do for fucking five years. Yeah. Uh, and the thing with Chris Masters was the beginning of them being like, what is the audience like? And they're like, not this guy. They don't like this guy. This is too ridiculous of a premise. And they're like, all right, give him three segments. No, make him. They had a build up for they built him up for so long. He does the master lock challenge when he comes out. And I don't know if anyone here is old as dirt and you remember the master lock challenge. But I love the master this lock is also interesting so because boring. This is when people start yearning. Remember, this is 2005, 2006. This is like the start of, t of TNA and all of the hopes that were attached to like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. This is just the beginning. We're only four years into the WWE booking wrestling however the fuck they want and completely disregarding everybody. Yeah. And Chris oh, Masters' push, 
is a very is a big indicator where like guys like RVD, all of us nerds were like, there's got to be a time where RVD is getting the title. And then Chris Masters was kind of like, oh shit, they're t- like Booker T, RVD. These guys' time as being like the number one guy is actually done. And I remember a lot of people hated Chris Masters just basically because he was very indicative of like, oh, they're just going to be like these new dudes. Now I think with the way they're doing it, there's more of an appetite for like, okay, we have AEW, you can fucking get some juice heads and do whatever the fuck you want. But like this, remember, this is the only option. Um, TNA is is starting like with Joe and Daniels and mm-hmm. styles and they're, they're starting to be very very good of course but like i think i don't know if i've already said it well enough but like chris masters it. got an unfair he was like a very unfairly cast as like first of all he comes in at 22 as like the big hyper push and you can and this is they say this in comedy and it's true in every form of entertainment you can be seen too early but you can never be seen too late and this guy is what three years into wrestling and now he's gotten a hyper push yeah no you're everything you're saying actually is correct is it's basically and the problem also is is he looks way older so to a fan he's not a young rookie he's clearly just it's already beginning he's to be a the fucking type awesome of look. like he's fucking yeah he looks awesome but the thing is is you got to protect him a little bit like thing yeah. the wwf whatever happened to just a guy his name's chris and he's wrestling for a bit and then he goes away repackaged like the thing that the wwf weirdly never lets their wrestlers learn how to do is that a lot of these guys have gone from performing for a hundred people or no one because they were a child to being in front of ten thousand people every night and that's very jarring and different than being a wrestler for nobody also they're surrounding this is again 2002 2003 2004 2005 2006 who are the wrestlers on the roster? Well, the legend, the the people that are supposed to help out the young guys are all sociopathic bullies. Yeah. And all of the people that are trying to um, uh, make it are just nice, soft boys. I think Masters was good, though. Like, he's good on the mic. He comes out. He certainly doesn't shy away from the moment. If you look at his WWE debut and everything thereafter the master lock challenge was dope like the idea behind it is no one can obviously break the master lock it's a fucking full nelson and you've just like the attitude era was just like hey yeah, it, no one can be pinned by the rock bottom off of uh, off of the sky through the earth onto spikes that's a two count and now you're trying to recondition everybody for with moves like the samoan spike and the full nelson to be murderous moves yeah, like and it's, it's an interesting it's a big thing. Ask. It's something, again, that I've never understood about the WWF is their inability to go, well, why don't we just... Uh, and it's like, no, no. You know what? Do it slower, but they also are Do building to a thing. Like, it's one of those things where they also had to move away from the Attitude Era where everyone's finisher move was the DDT into the Death Valley driver into wearing jeans with a black T-shirt. Like, they had to do something. Yeah. But it was so jarring. Like it's basically WCW closes. Vince McMahon goes, "I rule everything now. Now I can never be wrong." And it's like, "What?" And you're like, "That's right. You heard me." And it's like, "Oh no." Yeah, I think and Chris Masters, rightly or wrongly, got a lot of that. I mean, Lucky too, because he's still it's tw- it's 2021, and this dude's still wrestling, and he's still in. He's still looking haughty and naughty. Oh, it, was he 83? This guy's not old yet. He's like, uh, as far as wrestlers go, like you're pretty much in your prime from like, what, 30 to 45? Yeah. 
And with modern steroids, Christian Cage has told us anything like, this guy's going to be fucking uh, juicy as shit until he's 50. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. Dude, Billy Gunn just turned 58. Look at that man. That guy is juiced. I mean, it is so... Look at a picture of Billy Gunn right now and try and... And uh, we'll do the try not to come challenge. Here's my question. Um... I didn't dream that Christian Cage is currently the AAD, AEW champion, right? He's not the AEW champion. He's the Impact champion. Christian Cage? Oh, sorry. Yep. CNC, he fought for the AEW title. It was very good. It was a good match. Good for him. 48 years old, baby. Doing what he does. Anyway, so a bunch of people can't break the master lock. They do a lot of fun stuff where he's like not getting the hyper, hyper push because... He's like guys like Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter's like, well, how about I put you in the Cobra Clutch? He does. Masters has to cheat to get out of the Cobra Clutch from this old man. Puts him in the full Nelson. Destroys him. He eventually, through putting the Master Lock on people, gets into a feud with Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels doesn't break. This is the brilliant part. He puts him in the Master Lock. Master Lock Challenge. Shawn Michaels doesn't break the Master Lock. He's just putting up too much effort for Chris Masters' like... Uh, wants and Masters throws him down, smokes him with a chair, then puts him in the master lock. In like an amazing angle. And like Christian Shawn Michaels, for however much we or anybody else wants to say that's kind of like a suspect thing, this was very good work by Mr. Michaels. And um, they have a match. Of course, Michaels wins. But this is probably the peak of Chris Masters being pushed. He's had a competitive match with Shawn Michaels at a pay-per-view, and then we move into the John Cena feud. John, do you have anything to say before we talk about the killing of Chris Masters? I mean, I just find it fascinating that he gets to wrestle his hero so quickly, and it's one of those, and it's also one of those times where say what you want about Shawn Michaels being a fucking piece of shit bully, he is very good at making stars. Like he does, I remember so this because it set up Chris Masters for the John Cena feud, and then the John Cena feud. I remember this was so like. Um, uh, like, oh, you may be a threat to me being uh, a yes. weird movie star when China yeah. controls Hollywood. And they're like, what? And he's like, so time to take you out. By the way, if you guys have not seen John Cena's apology to the Chinese people for daring to say that Tibet is its own country, you have not seen a man with fear in his eyes before. <laughs> I just realized that it's not a country. It's just a bunch of people that should be owned by you. Yeah, I am so sorry for not realizing that that was your living room. I'm John Cena. I love you. Me want to kiss you. I want to the kiss first you. rule of thugonomics is all for one and one for all. Yeah. The first rule of thugonomics is uh, where we go on, we go all. Second rule of thugonomics is Xi Jinping. Pretty good guy. There you go, baby. But... John Cena, exactly what you're saying. This is, and this isn't talked about very much. Everyone talks about how Hogan just straight up buried people, but John Cena took out his shovel. Oh, wait, wait, goodbye. Because this is start the start of, um, I love the the army, John Cena. Yes, this is this is the I am a marine, and I, what kind of marine? Hot one. Like that's like it's so fucking like this is also like the most super Cena. Like, this is like, uh, John Carlito just shot John Cena 1,100 times. John Cena coughed and then just beat up everyone Carlito's ever met with two moves. Yeah, and also it's the classic, like, submission match where it's like, 
Well, Chris Masters has submission and John Cena does not, so John Cena can't win. Oh, he came up with a new submission and Chris Masters is a bitch. Yeah. But, like that being said, though, from the outset, the kind of brilliant thing about the way they set up the Masters character was he's cheating to win over, like, senior citizens. So it's not like him tapping does anything bad for his character. No. And it also, I think, and I mean this, Dylan, I fucking mean mean this. Um, I think also Chris Masters, I think John Cena, no one talks about, is an incredibly savvy um, protector of his spot and his situation. Like, you see, when he comes back to wrestling a little bit more than anyone else who's moved to Hollywood, all of that sort of stuff. And Chris Masters to John Cena is, that guy is someone that Vince McMahon will like for a long time, unless someone cuts his knees out from under him. I will do that. Like, there is no way, like... Look at how people talk about John Cena. He's not the nice boy that he portrayed. Like, he's a cutthroat individual, and I guarantee he was like, like, bye-bye, Chris Masters. You are too close to what you are. You are. I am dating Vince McMahon, and you are too close to the crush that he's always looked for. I guarantee that John Cena, the reason or part of it that he um, broke up his engagement with Nikki Bella was that his publicist was like, She's a wrestler and you can't marry a wrestler because then you're just the wrestler guy. You need to diversify. I think you're 100% right. Yeah, which is like, sounds like lizard shit, but this dude, like, throughout time, like, you've heard about JTG wrote a book, which is funny because JTG fuming with Chris Masters in the NWA, um, but JTG wrote a book that was like, he said something like in a WWE magazine when that was still around, something in WWE <laughs> magazine about how he just uh, focuses on hustle and respect. And then he said, oh, don't print that because it's Cena's thing. And the guy was like, don't worry about it. But then the guy just sent it out with that there. And then JTG went out of his way to, like, apologize to Cena and went, like, I'm sorry about that. That was, like, I I told him not to print it. He printed it anyway. He's like, if, if Cena goes, it's the magazine. Like, don't worry about it. They were supposed, Crime Time was supposed to have T-shirts. And then they got cut off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you like, and that was like things. the fucked up thing about Chris, where it's like, remember seeing it teeming with crime time because it's like, oh, we have this white rapper character, so it's like our only black characters. Better be friends associate with them. them. We have to associate them together, so it's not. I guarantee Vince McMahon was like, well, we have to have crime time be friends with John Cena, or they'll get arrested. Also, they they're get arrested. Crime well, they time. I mean. I think we, we have a crime time episode. We do have a crime time episode, and it is it is. I remember we were doing it in the old Stratum House, and there's a point in it where we just look at each other and go, "Why are we doing this show? We're ruining <laughs> the thing we like." Crime time, which everyone was like, "This is more like this crime is good," time. and that was in 2005. I remember. Yeah, while, we, well, crime like time should have been called. It's like, gonna get worse. <laughs> you just wait till you see what we have planned for Viscera. Anyway. Um, Chris Masters ends up teaming up with Carlito, which is funny because basically they were like, oh, oh my God, this is so weird because we yeah, know what to do. Yeah, it was what I like to call them is like here the uh, and in this corner, the people John Cena stepped on to get where he is now. Carlito, Caribbean knife cool and Chris yeah. not good at a feud master. Like that's exactly what they are. It was the WWE. There were many bad decisions made to get them to the situation they're in now, which is they'll just be sold off to Disney or Fox. And Vince McMahon, for some reason, hates his kids. Um, succession. It's but it's more it's stupid succession. Um, That's what I mean. And the thing to remember is it all traces back to here, 
which was even like John Cena was really over 2001, like 2003, like WrestleMania go, uh, goes Hollywood, uh, WrestleMania 21. By WrestleMania 22, there are starting to be rumblings of no thank you. And so he's really fucking <laughs> clipping fucking people that have any kind of wings that could come close to him. And what that created is the situation we have now, which is the WWE programming is like this heel that people like, I don't know, shut up. Brock Lesnar's here and he's got a ponytail. Why do I care? Fuck you. Hey, well, it's not, it's not, it's not, there's no consequence to anything that happens and nothing matters. I watched a match. Chris Masters and Drew McIntyre when it was like the dregs of both of their characters and this is oh boy Chris Masters second run and it was a really good match and um, they're like oh these guys could do oh what a great showing from both these guys they're back on track and it's like this doesn't matter this is just like a thing wrestling matches now this is why people like AEW more than anything I think is like re- wrestling matches now have like this feel of like in WWE they just feel like their content which is like a tweet. A tweet. It's good. It's bad. It doesn't fucking matter. What's matter? Yeah, that's a ve- that's there. a scary but very good observation of it. And yeah, that's why the like, win loss thing is sweet in AEW because you can add so much color to every story. Like, oh, these guys are both twenty and five, and then you're like dig into the thing. Like, okay, well, you can do the win loss record of who they're twenty and five against because this dude's only been beating jobbers on dark. But anyway, they have a short lived tag team. Basically, what happens is Chris Masters were, becomes... And by the way, they, of course, miss a trick by calling themselves the Cool Masters. They do, they call themselves something like... Fuck. It's not the, the Cool masters, masters. are cool. Yeah, but it's not the Cool Masters. That's not the Cool Masters. Cool Masters is so much better. I'm just looking up exactly when... Also, here's the crazy thing. Um, 2007, is, June of 2007... Um, he's 24. Bear in mind, like this is the other thing is he by 24, his dream is already being pissed on by a guy who knows how to speak Chinese, John Cena. Like that's so crazy. Like, what's gonna happen when I'm 24? Oh, you're gonna stare into the abyss. Well, why? Because <laughs> fuck you. Shouldn't say this. It was not so. Chris Masters losing on the muscle was pre Benoit's. Um, Chris Benoit's wild ride. It was pre that. It was. What uh, did you just- Called the murder suicide. <laughs> Called it Chris Benoit's wild ride. Oh jeez. Anyway, so it was a year previous. So what Master says happened is he was never on steroids. Of course he was never on steroids. Look at the man, never on steroids. But basically he was addicted to pills. Went to rehab, showed up and lost twenty pounds of muscle because he started running instead of just lifting weights to help with the anxiety, and uh, showed up leaner. Grew a beard. That didn't matter because your entire gimmick is being jacked as fuck, and now That's you're true. lean. And it's like, yeah, being lean is sick, but you have to be like a great worker if you're lean. If you're gonna be a jacked I, up body boy, then you gotta be fucking a jacked up body boy. I also want to know what wrestlers think. What happens when you grow a beard? Because the amount of wrestlers that grow a beard and they're just sort of like, I'm a completely different guy, and you're like. You know, you're just you're just Zack Ryder with a beard now. Well, that's it's what, weird that you're hanging out with Nick Gage. It's just, that's it's what, just bizarre. Stop talking about action figures also, Matt. It's so weird. Matt who? Cardona. I'm just saying he's another example of a guy I'm just talking grew- about it. What that's all he does. What I want to say is that's also what the Prime Minister of our great nation Canada did when he got caught doing blackface. He just Oh yes, he did. That's a great point. Yes, there's a certain type of man where it's like if something bad up. happens, you just grow facial hair and hold That's everyone such a funny it. thing to say. Yes, that is something that so many I, I by the way Didn't you burn down your wife's house? Yeah, but how do these sideburns yeah, uh have you checked out the old fucking pussy scratcher right here? <laughs> 
uh, I think a more t- more of a top news story than I left nuclear waste in the ocean is uh, yeah, crumb catcher stash, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, sure. I uh, gave all those kids gasoline and matches and just went make it bright. But have you seen the soul patch before? <laughs> SP, buddy. Yeah. SPF on my face. Yeah. Soul patch face. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Oh, fuck me in the ass. That was just awesome. so you know, I've been waiting for this and it will happen in a car. I'm just waiting for my time to pounce, but it'll be a hot day and someone will say, can you turn on the AC? And I will say, absolutely. And I'll throw on some fucking candy G and I'll be sorry. I call adult contemporary AC and then I'll wait for them to throw myself, throw themselves out of my car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never, by the way, you don't ever want- yeah, Dylan, by the way, very intimidating while driving. I'll never forget in the run-up to Dylan having his uh, first and, at this point, only child. We were driving down a deserted highway, and he turned to me and just went, um, I just want to be alone. And I was like, well, I'm in the car, too, so I guess we're just not talking for a bit. <laughs> I'm look at my phone. Yeah. And then also, should we? Sopranos do you. Should we t- yeah, by Sopranos, he means just uh, we went into the woods and walked around for a while in the snow. No, he mean I no, we pulled over and we had so much pasta we immediately went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we both just said gabagool to the point that it was ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a we had so much rigatoni that our bodies uh, imploded. We should stop talking about Chris Masters now and then wait and talk about him more, John. I think it's That's a good break. point cuz I have to take a big shit and I've had to take that big shit since Chris Masters was in OVW. So guess what everybody We'll be taking a slightly longer break while I go take a big Which shit. means nothing because they don't experience the break in real time. No, 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 no. They need to experience the break in real time. Okay, there good. will be dead air and just a lot of <sighs> blue, noises. Blue, oh, blue, yeah. Blue. I'm going to take the microphone and put it next to my ass Ooh. so they can hear the flesh slowly expand as the turd. It'll be like this. Wrestling review, ASMR of shitting. Oh my god, why don't we why don't we have an NFT of our own shit? Well, we will. <laughs> I will work on that during the break. Bye bye. Everyone, NFTs stand for not for Tommy. So if Tommy says, Can I have some pasta? Just be like NFT. <laughs> That's good. Greatest joke I've ever made. Everyone, take out your dick. Hey guys, thanks very much for donating to the Patreon. Uh, we're trying to do a drive to get to hundred subscribers, and at hundred subscribers we'll think of something to do but if you guys donate to the patreon we have five dollars ten dollars twenty or twenty five if you're really crazy people that you guys can donate to thank you so so much for donating patreon uh it's really made this even more worthwhile than just talking about barry horwitz's dick already is i want you to know how much i love all the patreon listeners i was quietly reflecting on my love while dylan was doing that let's be honest great commercial we're back from the break. John, and let me tell you who just beat the Master Lock Challenge. That's me. Because that, that turd tried to put the full Nelson on me, mm-hmm. and I did not. Also, Dylan, I've really I've returned to my smoothie regimen, and I cannot describe. The shits that are coming out of me. Noble two-by-two two logs. Off to the toilet. Off to the toilet. Ooh, yeah. Big smoothies, big plops. Um. All right, so basically, the here's what I have to say. And I should say this. The final nail in the Kaufman for Chris Masters. Well, in the Kaufman? In the Andy Kaufman? Final nail in the Andy in the old Andy Kaufman? Final nail in the old, uh, thank you very much, uh, Kaufman? There you go. Uh, Bobby Lashley breaks the master lock, honestly just breaks it. 
Um, and that is the passing of the torch from you were once the jacked man who was meant for stardom. Now I am the jacked man. Do you find it stardom. weird that every once in a while um, Vince McMahon just full falls in love with a boy? If you think about it, like Vince McMahon just has one person on the roster and he's like, that's me. You're yeah. me. Yeah. Well, and, he like, clearly so cosplayed. Weird. And that's why yeah. Chris Masters got pushed is because like Vince views himself as like one as of three he, characters. That's, that's what it is. He's is like, Chris he, Masters. Yeah. yeah, you're me. And then when Chris Masters doesn't do it perfectly, he's like, I wouldn't do that. Why are you making me look bad? Like that's so it's so great. That's what he does. Well, this is the shoot interview that uh, JR does about Masters, where basically he says, yeah, he just wasn't improving as we were giving him this huge push. And they were giving him a fucking huge push. And people were upset. Like, if you look at back at The Observer, Diamond Dave didn't really like him, which is honestly kind of casts you in a negative light. Like, No, it doesn't. Take this, if though. If you were a wrestler, Sheamus I'm not digging it. Loves. Okay. Diamond Dave loves Sheamus. Loves Yeah. Him. Why? Well, the nuts and bolts of it are Seamus wrestles a stiffer style, and Dave Meltzer loves that. Yeah, all right, good point. That's ba yeah. Also, Dave Meltzer is a pretty easy guy to impress in a weird way, where it's just sort of like, why do you like that guy? And he's like, he's, he's strong, and I find that hot. And you're like, <laughs> all right. He's strong, I'm strong, we're both strong. Yeah, we're both cute, hot boys. I want to be a cute, hot boy. And you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, 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 I'm a cute, hot boy. <laughs> This is the cool thing about WWE, though, is if you worked there, they'll just bring you back for a bit. And 2009... Well, hang on, but let's stipulate it. This is the period in which if you worked there before, about 2009 to 2011, guess what you get to do at least twice? And that is appear on SmackDown and get super kicked by someone. Like, it's yeah. basically like, did you ever meet Kurt Angle? Yeah, well, you're going to be used to further a storyline against Shawn Michaels. Kurt Angle's in DNA. How about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Masters was one of the dudes I want to say this for his first release was he tested uh, he had been suspended for 60 days he violated the substance abuse and drug policy for a second time this is five months after Chris Benoit's wild ride so stop calling not. it that I will not <laughs> I will not this if you ever wonder why real wrestling journalists fucking glaze over this shit yeah, we're real er wrestling journalists. Yeah, exactly. Journalists. Yeah, yeah. And by that I mean we're the Rush Limbaugh of wrestling journalists. We just <laughs> say, <laughs> don't say something so accurate. <laughs> what it is is every other wrestling journalist is like, here's this, and this is me and Dylan. Come, come, come! Fuck that guy. Yeah, why yeah, why yeah. do we say that? Ah, uh, we we're say so many things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're entertainers. We're perverts with $600, and this is yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you give perverts upwards of $600. <laughs> we don't give a pervert $600. Otherwise, yeah, give us best case scenario, join a weird OnlyFans. Worst case scenario, wrestling podcast. Yeah, exactly. With a weird OnlyFans. Please with, join with Dylan a weird and OnlyFans. OnlyFans. It's John Hot with two T's, and we are just on the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> toilet fans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is your OnlyFans? Well, you tell me what sandwich I should eat on the toilet. <laughs> this week, tuna melt. And yes, I'll be making the oh, tuna melt in the bathroom. Day? You risk mercury poisoning like that? That's right. Different types Ooh. of different types of tuna. Ever first day, ahi, ahi. Second day, canned. Oh, I thought you were going to say albacore. I, got, I had to get into tuna because 
but trying to gain muscle on a budget, you fucking uh, learn a lot about dollar store tuna. I love Dylan's journey of fitness because it is the most real I've ever seen someone be about fitness. Everyone else is like, man, all I do is a couple of put on strips and eat carrots. Dylan's like, you want to know what I do? I build a gym in my garage. I start watching porno because I want to be as hot mm. as Brian Knobs. Yeah. I eat nothing but tuna and I yell at people. <laughs> this is how you really get in shape. You do fucking bench press and your brother-in-law smokes cigarettes right next to your fucking face. That's how you get in shape. That is true. Yeah, Dylan uh, is a big fan of. Here's what Dylan does. Are you ready for what Dylan does mm-hmm. for getting in shape? What Dylan does is he just picks a fight with uh, uh, various plastic surgeons and just goes, "Whatever you do, don't give me gastric bypass surgery." And everyone knows like plastic surgeons are not good with first aid college, and like, that's what I'm going to do. And he's like, "Well, you better not. I won't like it." And then Dylan's Dylan's had so <laughs> many different gastric bypass surgeries. This is the weird thing about Chris Masters. That second he's run, he's never had gastric bypass surgery. <laughs> Randy Orton just goes, hey, Chris Master would be sick if he worked here. Vince is like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, man. And then he works there for two years, and legit, he just kind of, like, wrestles on superstars. And his second run is one of the... It blows my like, mind that he was there for that long. Like, like I, Sean O'Hare I, one, where yeah. Sean O'Hare was technically undefeated in WWE. Which is, uh, like, finally like, justice in the world. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? And then he died, and he was like, he died undefeated. In the WWE, because like they just kind of like pushed him, and they were like, oh, "This sucks," and then they didn't even want to put him on TV to have him lose. So it's like, so funny that everyone makes fun of WCW because the Iron Sheet got three years of a contract because they just kept forgetting to um, cancel his contract. And I guarantee, like, I guarantee that Shelton, Be- like Vince McMahon, has full forgot Shelton Benjamin is a human being, and he's been there for <laughs> how many years? Like. Like, remember this? Like, remember when it was the fucking Good Brothers? What's his face? Who was fucking that guy? Was like, don't tell Vince I'm that guy. Like, he thinks I'm a different guy. That's so, so great. Yeah, I remember uh, the Seamus episode we did where Seamus was like, you know what the crowd really wants? They want my old theme song back. And he's like, old theme song? And Seamus is like, yeah, you know, it's a shameful thing. And then he's like, I can play it on guitar. And Vince was like, I don't know who you are, but go away. Yeah. <laughs> he just thought he was like some fan who was like, I have a theme song. He's like, ugh. Gross. Uh, like, yeah, bear in mind, Vince McMahon has to be told who, like, Vince McMahon, Bruce Richard stands in the room when Vince McMahon walks in, and Bruce is like, Wife. That's your son. That's your, yeah. son, <laughs> That's your wife, Linda. You love her. I don't love her. You love her. All right. Where's that like one? a bunch I- of potatoes. Why would I have sex with it? Where's that juggy one that I made with my dick? Uh, that's your the word for that is daughter, Vince. No, juggy one. Give me the juggy one. So, um, did, did you know Chris Masters? Yeah, he just on Superstars does some pretty good yeah, matches, yeah, yeah. but he's thin. Chris Masters now they have no use for him really. Yeah, he's more, he's not Chris Masters. He's Chris Mediumers. Um, JTG. And- uh, this is how it gets released. JTG and uh, another handful of guys. Uh, you'd see them behind there. You're gonna think you're gonna keep these guys, but you're gonna get rid of me. I don't want to sound bitter, but every situation is different. Like I said, I was under the impression this was gonna be my year, and I was really going to bounce back from all the trials and tribulations of the last four years. And that's why I came off as such a surprise when I got the phone call telling me I was no longer needed. Now, a weird thing of looking like Chris Masters is Eddie Kingston right now is doing a great job, and the whole not the whole, but like a lot of nerds are getting behind him, and he's doing a great job of being i almost left wrestling i almost had to sell my house and i really came up by my bootstraps and now 
you know, the crowd gets to live through him because he's such a good underdog. It's kind of hard to tell that story when your Chris Master is like, I came back from pill addiction and I've done all these things and um, I'm really putting my best foot forward now and you're going to see the best Chris Masters. What's your Here's, character? I'm an Adonis and you fucking wish you could suck me off. Here's the thing with Eddie Kingston, and this is the problem with Chris Masters, is all re- like wrestling fans inherently are people that were beaten up by bullies. Chris Masters. And they all look like Chris Masters, even though Chris Masters is like, I was like you. I just built muscle to protect myself. And all of us are like, you don't protect yourself. You just take it until you die. And then, but the reason why Eddie Kingston is getting over is Eddie Kingston looks like the guy who came from an incredibly abusive home who's just like sees bullies and he's like, you're not going to do what daddy does. And then he just <laughs> fights them. That's what, that's why Eddie, everyone, like, that's why I'm like, I love this Eddie Kingston. I'm like, yeah, because he reminds you of the X Factor guy in elementary school who does not ever make it to high school. Like he's Eddie Kingston. What is Eddie Kingston's gimmick? He's a 10 year old who smokes. Like that's what yeah. Eddie Kingston's gimmick he's is. He's a seventies wrestler where it's like, yeah, he's out of shape, but he just fights. Whereas like Chris Masters, you can't really do yeah. that character. Cause it's like, even this guy on the worst day of his life, he could just like super easy go bang. You know what I mean? He's like me. Yeah, it's true. I'm like Eddie Kingston. Dylan's like Chris Masters, and then they both had pill addictions and both been beaten up by John Cena. <laughs> yeah, John Cena beat the shit out of me. Yeah, what Dylan did is Dylan approached John Cena at a hotel and was like, there's only one way I can impregnate my uh, my wife, and that's if you beat me up, John Cena. And he went, where's your wife? And Dylan was like, she's in Canada. This It's COVID. I had to sneak across the border. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. beat me up. I did, I did stand up in front of John Cena, and he just went, that was bad. And then he beat me. Yeah, and all the while, Dylan just went, so this is what kisses feel like. So this mm. is what kisses feel like. I was like, this is thugonomics. I'm being thugonomics. <laughs> I will tell you, there is a real difference from doing this podcast at 8.30 my time to doing it at 9.30 my time. And that is, <laughs> I am awake. Like, I feel like I'm contributing to this episode as just opposed to most episodes. Most episodes where it's like, so what do you think of Carlito? And I was like, I think I should be asleep still. I'm tired. <laughs> I think I don't. I think I'm tired. Um, Chris Masters gets a second lease at life. He joins Impact Wrestling for three years, and mostly what he does to simplify everything, because we are kind of running long here, is he's the manager for Eli Drake. Eli Drake's a great promo. Chris Masters is a great heavy, and uh, they do some fun characters. Oh, also, we should say, in that second run, they turn him babyface, Chris Masters, in the WWE, and his entire character is that he can do a peck dance. Yeah. That's it. Which, by the way, was the whole reason I liked Lex Luger. But it's just that it's just that Vince McMahon, your push didn't work out thing, where it's like, okay, your name is the Sultan of Death, and you're going to choke slam the Undertaker, and the Undertaker is going to take six months off. Uh, we don't really like the reaction you're getting. Your new character is Mr. Pud, and no matter how hot anything is, you can't get a boner. I mean, Mr. Pud sounds like the worst. Just touch rest. my little pud. Touch my yeah. little, touch my flat little bumpy pud. This is Mr. Th- Pud's. Oh, I hate Mr. Pud so much. Mr. Mr. Pud's theme Pud. music is this. This is Mr. Pud's theme music. Mr. Pud. <laughs> Mr. Pud. Mr. Pud. Call Mr. Hey, Pud. Mr. Pud is he's going to be Mr. Pud. Touch yeah. it. Everybody Just touch it. It won't move. What Mr. is it? Pud. Who knows? Mr. Pud. Mr. Pud. There you go. So uh, old Mr. Pud goes to TNA and um, 
His new character is I'm swole as hell because you know what else happened in is, uh, oh this is exactly, four I was years about, is everyone got smaller everyone became we were exactly. moving towards what we have Everybody's now ugly. which is check out these indie boys and if you're it's indie time guess who looks like the hottest boy in the fucking fuckyard oh yeah Chris it's like no longer Chris oh Master how tall is Chris. this guy is he six two his finisher is a choke slam no oh, one's my. as tall as this six two guy. Please welcome to the ring, Chris. Masturbate to him. There you go. But three years in uh, TNA, he gets his. Honestly, he gets his name back out there, and um, he leaves because it becomes very clear that all they want for him is to be a manager for Eli Drake. They don't really want to have him in the ring, but he does good work there. I mean, he's doing the master lock still. The only thing I will say is that he is better at being Chris Masters, but Chris Adonis is just Chris Masters. Like he has not come up with like a new level for his character. So funny. You talked about Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona has basically gone to all these like super serious indie federations and been like, Yeah, I love like I'm a jacked dude who's harmless. I'm everything you hate about mainstream wrestling. It's pretty I, amazing, belt, actually. Fuck you. Yeah. Versus Chris Adonis is just like, yeah, I mean, you just got to reinvent the character for something. So that's there. here is um, something that I've been reading a lot of books either on the Trump administration or on like business, but with show business within business. And one of the most interesting things is uh, Matt Cardona is essentially like Phil Lesh from The Grateful Dead. Let me explain with this. And it goes actually into Chris Masters, which is Phil Lesh took time to understand the fans of the Grateful Dead and what specifically they want from who he occupies in their mind and give it to them. Zack Ryder looked at what do all wrestling fans want from me? They want me to be like a fun internet guy, but they also will want to boo against me because how it kind of works now is there's no baby faces. There's only people that fans like. And then people that are ruining their wrestling. So I'm going to be this weird version of that. That's so easy to talk about. And I will make a bunch of money because I will be this weird internet sort of star. Chris Masters didn't come up with the nerd level of wrestling. He was just sort of a regular wrestling fan. So he didn't move away from the gimmick he was given always in WWE. He would always just be, I'm a hot guy. Who doesn't like being hot? And... (laughs) For him to have made it in the Indies, even when he was in the Indies most recently, even though he's technically, I don't know how you say NWA, what NWA is. It's that thing of he's still a version of what he always was in the WWE, which gives NWA is a mid-tier indie. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, it's a, but it's one of those things. Like, like, they got nice cameras. All, all their performers are people that if you watch wrestling, you know who they are. Yeah, that's a really good point. And but the problem with Chris Masters is Chris Masters indie characters are just his WWE characters. Mm without that name while Matt Cardona is it's like there was Zack Ryder there's Matt Cardona there's distinctive differences Mm -hmm. it's something that I would level against CM Punk CM Punk's character in AEW is just his character in WWE but he's older and I don't care that's I'm CM Punk's character was is now the character that Cody Rhodes had when AEW first started which is essentially ambassador to AEW like I'm yeah I'm not the champion but like if you're visiting it's like if you visit the arena and you want to invest in AW, CM Punk would show you where the locker rooms are. You know what yeah, I mean? Someone, It'd be des- like- um, someone uh, described him as he's like the millennial Terry Funk. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. And by someone, I mean me. I don't know why I put that in. <laughs> no, no, no. It sounds better if it's of. someone else, oddly. I know. It's, it's, I Eddie just- Kingston's coming for revenge, buddy. 
Eddie oh, Kingston Eddie Kingston can fuck. Eddie Kingston can fuck off. How about that? How about oh, that, no. Dylan? After that Players Tribune thing he wrote, that's very not nice. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, so Chris Adonis really second birth uh, in NWA, where very very good uh, idea to just join the NWA because a the style of wrestling they do isn't a spot fest. It's not indie style wrestling. Billy Corgan basically believes that. 1992 was the peak of wrestling and um he's he's jacked up playboy and he can play off the other jacked up playboys he's in strictly Wait. business um, what with um fucking what's his name bram not and that's the funny thing if you're taking that sharon lois and bram's just canadian thing right like he literally yeah. bram literally has the name of a children's entertainer in that every canadian in the 90s heard which is very funny it'd be like yeah. uh, he's the mur mo murderous monster you've ever seen in your life what's his character's name mr Barney. dress up <laughs> he likes to dress actually mr dress up could be he's terrifying also very like, terrifying. I yeah he just beats would... you up and then puts your clothes on he's like I have he, no oh my god what a wrestler that would be also I he really wears all the clothes Bran. he's ever won anyway go imagine brand came out to skinny marinky dinky dink skinny marinky <laughs> do i love you scary that'd be scarier than oh like my god yeah metal Why song are... number three. Oh my god yes yeah exactly as opposed to uh you want to know where new metal lives professional wrestling boys we fuck dogs we fuck yeah. dogs that's my we fuck dogs we fuck dogs no, this is still the ufc where if you look at the lineage of the ufc theme song they were new metal for a very long time up until they found a music that's actually somehow more annoying than new metal john dubstep and then they had yeah. a dubstep new metal version and every single mma twitter person was like can this just stop you've already asked no. a lot of us <laughs> Please just this is a this is a bridge too far and Dana White actually went like you're right actually it is, <laughs> <This> is <laughs> dubstep new metal is is like I thought the earth was just gonna open up into a sinkhole and we we're all gonna die it's like you've gone too low anyway Chris Masters doing great in the NWA uh, right now strictly business is imploding and Chris Masters is the national champion and you know what that's really dope and you know what he's uh, what was he born once again he was born in '83. Uh, he's 38 now, still very much within his window to get back to the WWE if he wants. I mean, MVP just came back, and I know I'm still shocked that MVP how well MVP is doing. By the way, it's so fun. What a fun time! Well, you look at the way WWE is rebranding, and I think there is a chance for a guy like Chris Masters because MVP's doing great. They brought Shelton Benjamin back. They're clearly going back towards like okay, a small guy on our television should be six foot one. Yeah. You know, and they're not all these indie dudes who were like super great actual wrestlers in that indie style are just being jobbed out constantly. You know, AJ Styles is great, but he's essentially Omas's manager and just wrestles until Omas choke slams people. Any other It's pretty cool. That's pretty good though. It is cool. But anyway, I think Chris Masters has a decent chance to get back into WWE. Uh, hopefully Randy Orton can get him that fucking third chance. John, what's the best thing about Chris Masters? That his second run was because Randy Orton literally just went, I, um, that guy. I just love it. I don't know what like Randy that. Orton has over the WWF, but I love it. I like, like I that Randy Orton, he made friends with Randy Orton, but is an enemy of John Cena. I mean, and as it turned out, right side to pick. Because John Cena is not, like, who are John Cena's wrestling friends? Uh, alcohol is, and yeah. Ric Flair. Like, John Cena's... 
John Cena's going to get caught for something so much weirder than Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. He's going to, like, sodomize turtles in the wild or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What is John Cena's favorite kink? He just jizzes in people's hats. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's at your party, do not wear any hats. Why? I guess I got a question for you. Do you love this cat? Yes. Then I'll eat it. Yeah, what? That's his food. His food is the th he eats what you love, and then he gains love. That's how he thinks feelings work. Yeah, John Cena. Also, if he is at your house for a party, he will take all your pots and pans out and put them on the kitchen floor and play them like the drums. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm six. No, he's a baby. Yeah, part of you's a baby too. And when those babies get together, they shit their pants. What? Crazy John Cena, new character. Yeah. No one right, said so no to me for so long. I just do what I like now. I think that the best thing about Chris Masters is his body. Ooh. What's weird is I think that's the worst part about him. Yum, yum. Mm. That's it. He's got a great look. He's he's like weirdly, he's one of those dudes who came along 10 years too late because if it was just 1993 when he comes in, he's just Lex Luger. Bob's your uncle. Is, how yeah. much better is Lex Luger than Chris Masters? He's not. And then I look at Chris Hello. Masters' promos Let me and his wrestling. Question. Yeah. It's much better. You think so? Why? Than Lex Luger? Oh, sorry. I said, how much better is Lex Luger than Chris Masters? So you just misheard. How much better is Lex Luger than Chris Masters? Much oh. better. I will answer that question. He's much better here. Let me explain why. Uh, just went, went to Smaller? different territories. So he had two different characters. He had, I love him. Anyway, he had three. I am a narcissist. I love America. I am the total package. Are those sort of similar? No. <laughs> I have a hot body. Check out my hot body. I, love I like America, America. Plus, check this hot body. Hot body. Yeah, check out this hot body. No, no, no. But let me, there's a subtle difference. I really love how hot my body is. I love America. Check out my hot body. Just I'm letting everybody know whose hot body is this? Fleck Luger's. <laughs> Uh, I think the worst thing about Chris Masters, weirdly, and this is sounds silly because I kind of see some of myself in this, is he started wrestling so early that he had no life experience to kind of draw on. And oddly, he only knows himself as relation to a pro wrestler, which I assume makes it hard for him to come up with a second character like we talked about. Yeah, it's also that sort of thing where it's this weird thing of like his wrestling fandom was stilted. Like he was still in that like... Wow, Steve Austin. And then he became a wrestler. Like, I feel like if he had waited two years, worked some indies, he could have been the big brute of uh, Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he just, for some reason, and that is a weird thing where, like, honestly, I would think WWE could use some of that. And if they were kind of weirdly a bit more savvy about how wrestling works and trying to get. That's a very interesting point, actually, uh, is that Chris Masters does actually, that type of character exposes what their weak point is in a way, which is like they're not actually good at building certain types of wrestlers unless they work right away. Like if you're a hot boy, it better work right away. If not, they're just not good at building you up from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Braun Strowman's an exception, but mostly it's like you need to work the indies and be cool on the indies for a couple of years and then come to... Like Drew McIntyre would kind of be an example of what worked where like yeah. exact same story as Chris Masters almost, but he gained popularity again on the indies and he had like a whole... He had a whole... I We did a Drew McIntyre episode, but he had a whole strategy of how to get back to wwe and it worked perfectly where it's like okay i'll just gain indie heat and then come in the indie guys will love me and then vince will love me because i'm jacked as shitty bro and that exactly worked and masters just hasn't 
for whatever reason or somehow like uh you know uh cool cabana talks about how great chris masters is so it's not like he doesn't have fans it's um, true and also it's sort of those it's also that things with um the wwe now is a hundred percent he'll be brought back in that's so crazy i hope so i hope so because i mean the dude has gotten a lot better and he's changed his look just enough just because like he has some tattoos now but they're not like the tattoos everyone has i know it sounds weird but it's like most people when they're jacked as shit get like back tattoos or chest tattoos and he just kind of has a couple forearm tattoos and they they look good man he looks like a bit more badass he's good wrestler i recommend his match with jtg on power it's great all right i episode ask you to never uh dylan got the podcast is over and we will never work together again because you just criticized people's back tattoos and you know how i feel about (laughs) back tattoos i think they are they send a message and that message is i'm hot Mm. you're not john plug stuff hey everybody how about you fucking join our patreon we're on the quest to fucking be paid to do this and we want a fucking bunch of money so we'll fucking head over there or I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna punch you. For those of you who already subscribed to the Patreon, guess who you are? You're who I'm in love with. I'm Vince McMahon. You You're Chris Masters in 2002. I want to suck you off. I want you to suck me off. I want to watch you fuck everyone that I love. I want to watch. I want you to cuck me. <laughs> I want you to. I want to suck you. I want to feel your. I want to feel your piss on my face. Mm-hmm. I want to feel your poo on my face. Mm-hmm. I want to feel. I want to feel your snot. I want to feel your spit. I want to feel your cum. I want to be every type of European porn, and I want you to be the person in control. Join our Patreon. Second thing, follow Dylan on Twitter, mm-hmm. at the Dylan God. that's D-Y-L-A-N-G-O-T-T. Me, I'm at the John Hastings on all social medias, and I have another podcast called The Untitled Twitch Stream that happens Thursdays through Sundays, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time, Untitled Twitch Stream on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Untitled Twitch Stream. Nice. Dylan also, by the, the way, video, you can see all of our links and our stinks um, on here at Dylan got all the social media, like what John said. And um, we're building up to getting 100 patrons. If you guys could do that, um, I have a child. It would yeah, be Dylan has to support that child. Yeah. And I would like if Dylan's child um, lived, Dylan can mm-hmm. go. Mm hmm. The money goes directly to the child. Thanks so much yeah. for uh, listening, I guys. S- if you guys don't want to join the Patreon, then just uh, rate, subscribe, tell someone about us. Everything helps. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week with our episode on Reckless Youth. All right. So.